Welcome everyone to the Unfiltered Podcast. Lee Stevenson here, church planter in Orlando and uh, overseer of church planting for Converge. Danny Parmalee, and I oversee church planting for Converge Mid-America and Southeast. And uh, we're just continuing our pattern, real conversations about church planting. And uh, specifically, we just recently in our Converge family had what we call the Unleash Conference. And the Unleash Conference was geared towards really how do we unleash every leader, every church to think about multiplication. Um, how do we multiply leaders? How do we multiply the local church? How do we, you know, push the kingdom of God forward and what he's, you know, wanting to accomplish and just making sure we're in alignment with that? Um, it was phenomenal. It was here in Orlando, and um, it was fun to see, I mean, roughly 800 people on site, and we had multiple, a couple hundred people off-site that were also watching and engaged in uh, the conference as a whole. I know, Danny, you were here as, yep. as well. What were some highlights for you or even for your church planters that happened to, to wander in and you know, spend the, those days with us. Yeah, it was uh, it was really great, and uh, I know that probably comes across as super biased since it was a converge uh, event. But to be honest, I'm I'm uh, I get overconferenced out. I, I when I was a church planner, just loved conferences, but now just as part of my role and my job, I go to so many conferences. So to be honest, I was a little bit hesitant, didn't know what to kind of expect. But Unleash was really really awesome this year. And uh, I think that uh, there was there's two reasons for it. Number one is it did feel like a gigantic family reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very celebratory, but not hype. So I've been to conferences before where it just it feels like hype, like they're trying to like manufacture excitement. Where this was that family reunion, you're seeing people. There's smiles and high fives and reconnecting. So just that in and of itself was was absolutely awesome. But the speaker lineup this year, not out of a like, oh, I learned all of these tools that I can now take back and use in my ministry, but they spoke to the heart. So there was a number of times where it's like as a pastor or as a person in this type of work, I was feeling pastored. And uh, that's just awesome because we're you know constantly you know, on the clock, so to speak, we're trying to help other people and to come into an environment where it's like, oh my goodness, like someone's actually speaking to me uh, on different things. So yeah, we had uh, five phenomenal keynotes. We had Ryan Leake, Chad Moore, Kevin Queen, Choco de Jesus, and then Jeffrey Johnson. And uh, what for you personally, which one? Yeah felt like it connected with you and what God was doing in your life, Danny. Yeah, well, I mean, again, this is super biased. Kevin Queen, uh, he's a friend of mine in in the Nashville area and and he just yeah, he was just, he was he was talking about being yourself and um, you know, um, you know, just avoiding the whole comparison game and 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 following what God has kind of laid on your heart and so to me that was just really really awesome and it just it it felt like the whole room was just locked in and engaged. And of course, there was laughs and stuff in there as well, too. But it just felt like this spirit, heart penetrating talk that was one pastor to another. Yeah. For me, it was uh, both a combination of Chad Moore and, mm-hmm. and Ryan Leake that just connected to my heart and kind of this season as, yeah. as well. And, um, and then we had a lot of different workshops, some good food. Uh, one of the themes that you know, I picked up throughout all the keynotes and just the experience as, as a whole, which I think uh, will kind of be our platform for this conversation in this podcast, is 
what does it mean to be the person that God has wired you to be? Mm-hmm. And I think it's we live in a culture that is about hype. It's about self-promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's interesting. I just came across a recent statistic that talked about 54% of teenagers want to be a like a, a social media yeah. influencer, yeah. YouTuber, that that kind of thing. And I'm like, that's that's how things have changed. You know, it's <laughs> what happened to the days where it's like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be yeah. a cop. I want to yeah. be a fireman or, you know, I want to be a teacher or a pastor. Yeah. It's now I, w- I want to be famous on YouTube. Um, but uh, I, I do think that there is a almost copycat culture that, we wrestle with in the last, I'd say, five to ten years in right. the church planting world, where we have access to see mm-hmm. other churches, what we would classify successful churches, yeah. and it's like if I can do that, then I'll be successful as right. well, and that can become a detriment um, both to a community, can become a detriment long term to a church, but it can become a detriment to the planter's soul. Yeah. Um, what What was your takeaway from some of that conversation? That theme. Yeah, this year? I mean that is the exact stuff, and I, I think it hits home. And even as I work with planters, I see this a ton, and understand that there is a positive, there is a value to looking at those who have, are a few steps ahead. Uh, to take best practices, to learn from, um, to emulate those that are, you know, have a strong relationship, you know, with the Lord and are doing great things. However, where I, I see the shift go to an unhealthy place is where you do have that. It's the copycat of literally the delivery, the style, the terms, and it's almost like trying the dress. to just the. I mean, the the clothes, the the cliches. I mean, so much stuff where it's like, okay, now you're literally just trying to be like them, and and for what end? And a lot of them, it does become wanting to be that influencer, that celebrity person, instead of saying like, oh, I just I love the way that they're leading people to Christ. It's like, oh, I love the way that they deliver their sermon in this sort of way, and. Um, I think that's uh, it, yeah. It just it it's unhealthy, and the reason why it's so unhealthy is it's really hard to attain. And so, for a church planter, you're looking at these people, and you're constantly comparing, and then you do those things, and you're not having the same results. And then maybe you begin to question God, question your own value, your own worth, and and it, it's not you, and and that's the reason why. So. And I, I think uh, for me, even from a scriptural standpoint, the thing that grounds me is even how Paul talks about like. I planted, Apollos, yeah. you know, came along and, and watered. And and I, I think that we have to become comfortable recognizing that there are different roles, different callings that God has placed on all of us when it comes to the role that he wants us to play in kingdom and uh, when it comes to kingdom expansion. And and my charge to church planters is, is exactly what you were saying, Dan. Like, be comfortable with who God has made you. Don't try to be someone that you're not. Don't try to be the next cool thing, whatever it may be, like be you and live and be comfortable with that and recognizing some people will reject that. Right. But that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And and I remember those times in planting. So when I was planting, I mean, it was Mark Driscoll and Matt Chandler. And if you could try to be like Mark Driscoll and Matt Chandler, that was a... And you can, you almost find it in your own preaching voice and you start sounding like them and kind of acting like them a little bit. And I just think there's a, there's a danger to that. And I mean, worst case is that you're missing out on the opportunity for God to do something special and unique in the way that he has, uh, has created you. So, 
absolutely. And uh, and for me too, like getting together in that kind of conference, I think the 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 strength of being part of a community like Converge is it does feel like family. And when you do yeah. come together, you have that reunion experience. And there's people I hadn't seen in several years, just part yeah. of the COVID and the pandemic and all that kind of stuff. People right. weren't traveling. That was just great to catch up. Right. And be able to sit down, have a meal or a cup of coffee, and hey, yeah. tell me, catch me up in the last couple of years. What, what's right. God doing? And recognize some people have moved to different positions or different yeah. states, and and uh, to be able to hear, celebrate, pray for one another as well. It's just it's meaningful, and I think that's another thing. Like, it's it's easy to miss out on that kind of experience when you mm-hmm. are out there as a lone ranger church and church right. plant. There are conferences that you can go to, but relationally, you miss yeah. some of that important connecting yeah. piece. And and I think, um, too, one of the uh, awesome things in the structure of the way that Unleash happened this year is that there was intentional kind of networking time that was built in. And so I was looking forward to the breaks and the lunches and my my phone's like buzzing, like, hey, are you at Unleash right now? And I was like, yeah, where are you? It's like, okay, you know, meet out, meet out in the quad right now and we can, you know, have, have lunch together or whatever. And, and uh, we didn't have the most, as much sun as we were hoping for. That was the only problem. So, and um, I tried to do what I could do, but you know, there are certain things that, just that out one's of my kind control. of up to God. Yeah. That one, that one's out of your control, Lee. But, but honestly, that was great that it was an intentional part of kind of the scheduling uh, to be able to do that. And then to have free nights as well, too. So you kind of wrap all of those uh, those things together. Uh, Unleash, what do we have on the horizon for it, or what's one of the next? Be coming uh, back around so, February 1st and 2nd, and uh, or 2nd and 3rd, I can't, whatever that. It's the yeah. first week of February yeah. and uh, in 2023, and we're going to pick up right where we left off, and I think it's going to be a great experience, and, and uh, we did sell out this year. Yeah. So for those listeners, um, tickets aren't available yet, but yeah. we uh, will let everybody know, like, you don't want to hesitate this year, because... Um, we're expecting even greater turnout, greater experience than what we had last year or, or this, you know, this this past February. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in. It's been fun, great conversation, and uh, thanks for tuning in to the Unfiltered Podcast. Until next time, keep it real. 